Well, 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 what is happening, my friends? We are back one more time. What's going on, everybody? Back one more time for another Tell Me Something Good. Uh, I am psyched to be here with you all again today. I'm still waiting on the exact uh, theme music. I hope I'll be able to get it down here pretty soon. And when I say I'm waiting on, I'm just waiting for somebody who's better at it than me um, to send something in. <laughs> so when I say I'm waiting on, I'm just basically hoping somebody takes pity on me and makes up a song and sends it in. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. Guys, I can write songs for my set that have dumb dick jokes in them i don't think that would make the best theme song so if any of you are musically inclined feel free come on come on and uh let's get a theme song going uh if you're watching this you see this is the beginning of the new studio um i'm turning my garage into the studio there will be a green screen behind me um that Will be great for some of the rants that I'm I, I have planned, um, and um, yeah, a lot of exciting things coming up. Basically, out of necessity because the road is what the road is, especially right now. And um, I don't know when it's ever going to get back to even semi-normal. Um, so there's a lot of people who are struggling pretty mightily. You know, there are some people that I know that uh, haven't made any money in four months and um, are just probably going to have to stop doing stand-up. It's really, it's really, you know, people who are live performers um, will be the last to get back to work. So it's a really, um, it's a rough time. It's a rough time, but I appreciate all you guys. I appreciate your support. Uh, I appreciate you uh, um, looking out for my sponsors and, and checking out the new merch. By the way, if you're watching, this is one of the new shirts. Ooh, look at that smoking baby hand shirt. And you can see the um, the link for the new merch is right on the screen there. It's shop.upstatemerch.com slash Josh Wolf. That is shop.upstatemerch.com dot com slash josh wolf guys it's one of the ways you know we're doing all this free stuff and it's one of the ways you can really help support is through the merch or um every week uh you know guys i only do sponsors that i use and right now i'm on a huge clean craft kick it is look if you have trouble winding down at night um to kind of chill this does it if you're too high and you want to chill this does it if you, it, oddly enough, if you're a little down during the day, this doesn't make you feel <gasps> like, it's not going to pick you up like speed, but it enhances your mood. It's got cannabinoids, it's got nootropics, um, and it's got CBG, which isn't CBD, CBG, um, and, but the effects are very similar. Um, I love the cola. I'm on a cola kick. I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you go to cleancraft.com, C-L-E-E-N-C-R-A-F-T.com, once again, First 10 people that place an order. 10 people. Come on, man. You're going to get a free piece of merch from me. Uh, we can even sign it for you if you want. But make sure you send me in the proof of purchase. Uh, basically, guys, look, you could get... It's free shipping, too. 
you could go on there and if you only wanted to get a four pack and not a case, you could go on there and I think for like eight bucks and then I'm going to send you something that's worth 25 and I'm going to ship it for free. Well, I'm going to pay for it, but you know what I'm saying? It's a good deal. So check it out. Cleancraft.com, everybody. Um, and here, let me get into this real quick before we get in to the meat of the podcast. By the way, thank you guys so much for sending in all the emails with the Joshua parenting tips and the problem solvers. We will get to those in a little bit. Um, here we go. I have a dog now. He's sitting right over there. Indiana Jones. My man is the best. And I'm going to go ahead and on record and I've said it on here. He does, he's not fixed yet. It's just such a fucking pain in the ass during COVID. So we're just waiting. But his balls make me laugh, man. They make me laugh. It makes me laugh how much people from across the street will talk to me about his balls. You know, he's still got his balls. Oh, really? Is that right? Thank you. You don't want to worry about any of the other shit that's going on? You want to get on me? And then I got to say every time, it's COVID, brah. They're not doing... You know what I mean? Get, just fucking relax. The last thing you should be worrying about are either my balls or my dog's balls. You know what I mean? Just, just relax. But I will say this. I have been reminded, you know, people, uh, uh, Indiana Jones is half pit and half American bulldog. And he, for sure, people see him and they cross the street. They just assume if they have a dog or if they're walking their kid or even sometimes by themselves, they just assume, well, that dog's going to bite me. Uh, first of all, it's, it's such a bum rap that these dogs get, but we're not going to get into that. My dog and the big dogs, yo, those aren't the culprits. You know who the assholes are, right? It's those little fucks. Those little fucking dogs. Now, guys, I like all dogs. I love them. Yip, 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 yip. But I'm not. Yip, 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 yip. I'm not getting one of those fucking little rats. Yeah, my dog, Indiana, just shot up. Sorry, buddy. I know. I'm making weird dog noises. By the way, if you hear something, that's the laundry. I'm in the garage, motherfuckers. So, but yeah, right? And it's all there. Oh, oh, he had a bad experience. And they're all just fucking crazy. What gets me the most is the owners. So for whatever reason, owners of small dogs think, well, since they're small, I don't have to have them on the leash. Which, they, that's up to you. That's up to you, man. I'm not worried about my dog. If your small dog runs up. But this is what I encountered today. I'm walking my dog. This dude on his phone, not paying attention to his dog. Off the leash, this little chihuahua looking. By the way, chihuahuas look like they got another dog's eyes. A chihuahua looks like I'm this little, I'm, I took a human's eyes and put it on a dog. They get those big fucking Marty Feldman eyes. You're welcome. That tells you how old I am. Young Frankenstein. Google it. But they got, the Chihuahuas got those big old Marty Feldman eyes. They, they always look like they just said, what the fuck is that? They always look like they're just like surprised. <gasps> right? So this dog comes running up. 
And it's all, and these, these guys with the small dogs, like, sorry, 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 he's just a little dog, he's just a little, I want to let everybody with a small dog know, I know it's just a small dog, and I don't want anything bad to happen to your dog, I do not, I would like the dog to live a long, happy life with zero injuries and zero suffering, however, if I am walking my dog on a leash, and you have your dog, off a leash follow what i'm saying so far we got it and your dog i don't care how little your dog is and i don't care how big my dog is okay if your dog is off the leash and comes charging up to my dog teeth bared and ready to go i want to tell you something and i don't say this with pride and i don't say this with happiness but your dog's gonna get a boot Ooh, not like I'm trying to kick a field goal from 50 yards. You know what I mean? Not like I'm dry, like I'm punting, like I'm rugby kicking your dog. But I'm going to get the top of my foot underneath your dog and lift him in the air away from the general vicinity. I'm going to, you got to, what I'm talking, you got to, I'm just going to give you the three things. Here are the three possibilities as this ass fuck casually walks up going, he's just small. He's a small dog. He's just a small. Here are my three options. As fucking douche face McLittle comes walking up after his dog. Hey, here are the three options. My dog gets bit. No, I don't care how big your dog is. The option of my dog getting bit is 0% chance. Me sticking my hand in and me getting bit also, 0% chance your dog getting lifted by the top of my foot, i.e. kicked out of the way. Ding, 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 100%. This is not, I'm not like waking up every morning going, man, I hope I get to kick a small dog today. But if you're asking me, am I going to let my dog, because I'm not going to let my dog bite your dog, because then my dog is going to get in trouble. So that's not in it either. So I can't just keep him on the leash and keep turning. That doesn't work. I'm not sticking my fucking hand down there because if I get bit, I'm going to strangle your dog. I'm going to pick it up and throw it across the street. I don't want to get bit either. I Option number three, your dog gets lifted. Now, I know you guys are like, Josh, you're an asshole, man. No, I'll tell you who the asshole is. The dude who doesn't have his dog on the leash. Hey, if your dog, big or small, is aggressive, or has a tendency to run up and bark and scare. I don't know your fucking dog. If he's like, oh, he just barks, he just barks. Well, then he should just be on a leash. If he's charging my dog, I don't know. If it's between my dog, me, and your dog, let me do that equation. One plus one equals my fucking boot. So this dude, dog runs up, and he's running up to my dog, teeth barren, and I just stuck my foot up and lifted that little motherfucker about five feet backwards. I didn't kick him. I lifted him. That's the best way I can describe it. Dude got aggressive. Hey, motherfucker, that's my dog. I go, this is my dog, dude. He goes, your dog is so much bigger. My dog wouldn't have killed your dog. I'm like, he could have bit him. He could have. Because what I don't want, guys, is I don't want a little dog to bite my dog and then my dog to be aggressive towards little dogs from here on out because this motherfucker 
can't keep his chihuahua on a shoestring. Because this dude apparently can't walk. What? What's the fucking problem? So he comes up. He is super aggro. As aggro as a grown man with a chihuahua can get. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make. What do you think is going to happen? He was like, well, you should have just put your hand. I should have got bit. And he said, yeah, you should have got bit. Why do I have to get bit? Because you're an asshole. Why do I have to get bit? Because you're so entitled. You don't think that shit uh, is just a small fuck you. And your little dog too. <laughs> and I don't got nothing with save your little dog emails. And no, oh, Joshua will make little dogs. I don't. But there's a chance if you own a little dog that I don't like you. No, I, I'm just saying it's that particular. He's tiny. He's just... Yeah, listen, man, I don't want to get shot with a bazooka or a 22. I don't want either one, man. And it's just a 22. It's just going to make a small hole. Yeah, I don't want that either. Mm -mm. I don't want I don't I don't I don't want the black plague and I don't want a cold. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want either one. I don't want on the scale of bad. If it's on the scale of bad, I don't want it. I don't I don't I don't want it, especially if it's your fucking deal. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying, everybody. Now this and I do want to tell you that I didn't check the batteries on my podcast machine. It may run out, it may not. We'll see. We'll see what the deal is. But I want to know your opinion on the little dog controversy of 2020. Why is it that they seem to be the biggest assholes? You know what I mean? And when they nip at the big dogs, the big dog, like when I've had little dogs nip at Indiana on walks. You know, when they're sniffing each other, nip at his face. And he looks up at me like, hey, can I, can, I, can I bite that one? I'm like, no, you can't bite that one, dude. No biting. But get your little dogs. I don't care what you got to do. Put them in a purse. I don't, I don't care. Wear them as a hat. But if your little dog comes charging full speed, teeth grinning at my dog, I'm going to lift him. That's all. I'm not going to kick him. But I'm going to lift him. And I'm going to lift him a good distance. That's it. That's all I wanted to tell you. You know, I, 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 by the way, the guy whose dog it was looked like this dude. Did I ever tell you guys? Okay. And there are a couple friends of mine from school who may not know this story, even though I did it while we were in school together. I ever tell you guys that I, I, I stripped a couple times? This dude whose dog it was looked like the guy who got me into the stripping for a little bit. I, I was, I, okay. I, I was, I, guys, I'll, my attitude is how do I know I don't like something until I try it? What's the, how do I know? Maybe stripping's the best, most fun in the entire world. It wasn't. Um, I'll tell you a couple of quick little ones. First of all, women at strip clubs are so much different than men at strip clubs. Men at strip clubs just, you know, when we're at a strip club, we just, st just, we just stare, just mouth open, just, gro just no talking, 
your friends are like, hey, bro, you want a drink? Yeah, I'll have a drink if it's in the boom, boom room. You know what I mean? It's, it's not the movies. It's as soon as you get there, you can't hear each other. They don't want you talking to each other. Music is that's not that, but it's usually something by Motley Crue. I'm on my way. Although that's all I can sing or they'll take this video down. But so it's usually something. And I, I was like, you know what? That's whatever. I'll, I'll do that. Maybe I'll make a little money. I was certainly came from no money. I never had any money. Uh, my first job when I went to school in San Antonio is I worked at the bowling alley on campus. Uh, we used to close it down and uh, do some pretty weird shit in there. It was fun. We used to uh, head first slide on the lanes. I didn't know they had cameras until I got fired. But um, uh, but so this, I, I needed some money. Um, my favorite job ever when I was in San Antonio is I worked at a place called Dick's Last Resort. That was, man, there was a dude, I think he lives in in. Australia now. There are two guys I remember distinctly. One guy named PJ, who I thought at the time, I'm like, this is the coolest. He had a ponytail. And when I worked at Dick's Last Resort, I'll get back to the stripping. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. Um, when I worked at Dick's Last Resort, okay, so for those of you who don't know, Dick's is like, uh, we used to answer the phone, hey, we're Dick's, you're not, right? Like you could, you were supposed to be an asshole to people which was perfect for me, you know? And I used to work the door and I always wanted to wait tables. Waiting tables was hard there, but they made so much fucking money on the river walk that you know, they never left, you know? But there was, a, there was um, a doorman that I worked with, a guy named Adam. He was, the, he was like James Dean cool. No, very, man of very little words. You know, he took me out to this... Uh, club one night this was before i like i was in college guys and i i'd gone to bars and college bars but i'd never been to like it was pretty insulated you know the people that i went to college with and i'm sure this is pretty much true for everybody who goes to college you go to the college bar and you go to parties and those are the people you hang with but we didn't go to like giant San Antonio places where, with the general pop, you know, you stayed in your, so he took me to places that was more the general pop. These are people that I didn't know, you know? And so he took me to this one place, I think it was called Midnight Rodeo. People in San Antonio, maybe you can help me out with that. Midnight Cowboy. I forget what it was. Uh, it wasn't this place. We used to, I used to take ecstasy and go to this place called the Bonham, which was this after hour dance club. I remember the first time I took ecstasy, I was down there. And the best looking woman I'd ever seen in my life, I was rolling, eyes in the back of my head. Just nah, I was. If you've ever taken ecstasy and good ecstasy, and you, it, no matter where you are, and that music hits you, I was just happened to be at the urinal with my dick in my hand, and I was like, bam, 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 just head in my bag, you know. And listen, when you when you when you're on ecstasy, anybody touching your dick is even you is a good thing, you know. And then, like slow motion. Like Kelly the Brock from Weird Science. Again, making myself old. Bam! Coming through the door. Whew. Some smoke behind her. In she walks. And I'm like, yeah! This Latina just got us. And it was like slow motion. And I'm rolling. And I'm like, oh, she comes. And uh, she just stood right at the urinal next to me and took a leak. It was a dude. Uh, and that's when I walked out and I said to my friends, we should get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end up making a terrible mistake tonight. 
like because the bottom was a gay club and but it was also like the only after hours fun dance place when you when we fucked up that you would go to this was after this dude adam had taken me to in time wise so i had started to go to these other places so adam takes me to this place midnight cowboy midnight rodeo whatever he's the coolest james dean like no words girls would just come up to him and he wouldn't even say much he would just do things like lead just look real cool and just be like just nod his head and just be like what's up and girls were just like <gasps> pulling nipples and shit. You're like, God, what the fuck? So I'm working at the, uh, and I just didn't have any game. I didn't have any game at all. I had game with people. Look, if I knew you, we had game together. You know what I mean? If I knew you, I could talk. But if I don't know, I was never good at going up and picking up people I didn't know. It's such an awkward terrible position to be in they at the end of the day if you approach a woman in a bar they know that you are walking up to them because you would like to see their vagina so automatically you're starting everything under false pretense Cause now I got to say something. This was always the thing for me. Like I was always like, but they know why I'm walking up. What do I, I got to walk up and be like, Hey, first time here. Don't see you around here. Hey, I don't know what the fuck to say because no matter what I say, I might as well be going, Hey, what do I got to say to see your vagina? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa, what words need to come out of my mouth? Tell me the words that need to leave this mouth hole. For me to see your vagina. That, and I just was never good at that, man. There's some guys thrive. Thrive. They're so good. That's just not my, it was never my thing. So I remember going to Midnight Ro Cowboy or Rodeo, whatever it was. And um, this dude would just be like, wait here. And he'd come back with like, there's three of us. And he would come back with like six girls. What the fuck, dude? He would just, he was like, yeah, I was talking to these three and these other three just came like just so cool. So one night there were two great stories coming out of Dick Sass Resort. The first one there was guys. So I was 20, maybe 19, 20 feels like. So having sex with like a 34 year old, that was like a grown, that was like a grown, like a groaned person, like full groaned human. And so these three moms, I'm assuming they were moms, come in and um, I'm checking IDs at the time. And uh, I checked, you know, me and Adam were checking IDs standing in front. And I don't know, by the way, I, whenever there was a fight, they were always like, you, you wait at the door. And I was like, what? They're like, hey, don't come down for the fight. You just stand here and make sure people don't run in without an ID. Because they, they basically were like, you're not going to help us win this fight. So just stand here. Um, so, guy, you guys know. Anybody who follows me knows. My fight record is not good. So these women walk in. And this one woman is flirting hard with me. And um, Adam 
we're standing there just on our little stoop. And he just kind of nods at me and he goes, she goes, she walked inside. And uh, he just says, never had sex with a grown up. <laughs> and I was, I said, <laughs> I said, no. And he goes, well, you're about to. And I go, okay. And he said, buckle up. Buckle up. So here we go. We went to, God damn it, what was the name of that park? Anybody who's from San Antonio or been there, it's in between the Taco Cabana, I think that's on Broadway, and the, not Broadway, the Taco Cabana and Trinity University, and there's like a park in between there, and she had a minivan, and we went and parked in the park, in the parking lot, and... um she flat out said, will you fuck me in the car? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Um, but she was like, here's the thing, guys. At that age that I was at, you're not mentally ready to have sex with a grown up because they are, they say things and do things and treat you in a way that you're not, first of all, like there's a level of honesty, and I've said this before, but if you're not ready for a level of honesty as a young man, you're, you have to be ready for a woman just to look at you and go, don't do that. What the fuck are you doing? What is that? Don't do that. Just sit right there. Let me do it. Let me do it. That's what she said. She said, let me do it. And she sat on me and she pinned my shoulders up against the chair so I wouldn't move. Basically, like, just keep your dick where it is, and I'll do everything else. But any kind of movement you're doing is kind of fucking the whole thing up, right? And so, and I wasn't used to any of that. Like, she was basically using me as a dildo, kind of, I guess. And when she finished, she said, come on, you got about a minute to finish. I got to get out of here. And I was like, what the fuck? It was like bananas but i will tell you felt pretty good about myself the next day oh told everybody had sex with a grown-up what grown-up grown up yeah she even dropped me off in a minivan <laughs> all right the other story from dicks there were these four drunk secret service people who i sorry to the people who are watching for that shake of the video four drunk secret service people who I, me and Adam carded. And guys, you know, part of my job at, at Dick's Last Resort was to be a dick, like to, to give you shit. You know, I, I waited tables once and this dude on a $100, on a $95 bill left me $100. And I lit a $5 bill and followed him out of the restaurant. Just like, hey man, you obviously need this more than me. You should come take this. Because they allowed you to do that shit, you know? So we are, sorry about this, everybody watching. So we are, um, where are you going, man? That door's not open. You want me to open it for you? Sorry, guys, I'm talking to Indiana. What are you doing, man? Where are you going? You want to come over here? You know, he's so, sp yeah. Okay. So these, uh, Four drunk secret service come in. 
one of the guys looks, he's probably five, six, zero neck. Um, definitely maybe five, seven, definitely uh, maybe five, eight. Oh, tiny dude. No neck. Definitely a little bit, a bit of the short man's complex and did not enjoy. And I'm not huge. I'm taller than that little munchkin. And he did not like to be insulted. And because he didn't like to be insulted, I insulted him more. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. He was, if you don't like to be insulted, the absolute worst thing that you can do is let the people know who are insulting you that you don't like it because it's going to keep happening. It's what I learned as a little brother. I learned early on, okay, so my oldest brother used to fart in my mouth or, or do ABCs, you know, hold me down and, 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 and hold the loogie over me and suck it back up, all that stuff. Excuse me. So there was a point in time my older brother was farting in my mouth. And, um, I would fight back, but I would never win. And I would end up getting the fart in the mouth plus punches. So at one point in time, I was like, well, listen, do I want the fart in the mouth and punches or just the fart in the mouth? Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going fart in the mouth. And I, next time he was like, I'm going to fart in your mouth. And I just went, okay, do it. And I opened my mouth. And he walked away. He was like, well, I'm not going to do it if you like it, you fucking weirdo. Right? So I, I realized early on, sometimes life farts in your mouth. So I don't remember why I started talking about that. But the short man's complex. And he did not like to be insulted. Oh, and that's why. Because once my brother thought I liked it, it wasn't fun for him anymore. Right? So this dude, I could see him getting heated and trying to come back with comebacks. And I was just relentless. And so they go sit down and his friends were not super happy with me either. There was three dudes and one, one woman. And, um, my manager walks up and cause I could see them looking at me throughout drinking, looking at me drinking. And, um, my manager goes, Hey, I go, what's up? And he said, uh, we're gonna walk you out the back. And this was like, not, end a shift, not middle a shift, somewhere in the, somewhere in, in between there. And I go, why, what, what's wrong? I said, I'm not done yet. I'm closing. He goes, no, you're, you're leaving right now. And he said, you're not coming to work for like a week. I said, why? And he said, all they're doing is talking about beating you up. And I was like, what? And he said, I have to tell you, and this is years ago, guys, when no camera phones, no, oh, I'm going to Twitter to tell everybody the people in the secret service were, this was, I'm going to catch you in alley and give you a beat down and then maybe even throw you in jail, you motherfucker, right? So he goes, if they start a fight in here, I, it's not, what are we going to do, fight the Secret Service? Like, you, I, I, we, I don't know how to, basically he was saying, I don't know how to protect you. And so I walked into the back and... um and I saw when I started walking to the back of the manager, the woman got up and just kind of trailed behind us a little bit just to kind of see where we were going. 
And I walked out the back and uh, he was like, man, you got to get out of here. So it wanted me back, like up the, there was a front and up the stairs. And so I take off and he was telling me when I went back, like the week after he was like, dude, they were asking, where did that motherfucker go? We want to talk to him. Is he going to be here tomorrow? It was frightening. That's why, man, it doesn't matter. Secret service, uh, uh, working at the supermarket, uh, uh, Boy Scout troop leader. You get enough booze and four people together and one of them gets mad, shit's going down. And these were four people I did not want shit to go down with because I was not prepared at the time. Yeah, it was, woo, ah, yeah, some weird shit happened in San Antonio, man. Some really weird stuff. We'll get into some more of that later. Um, real quick, before we get into your parenting tips and your problem solver, I did see a news um, article today I posted on my Instagram page um, about a dude in, in Vegas who stole, stole a 40-pound, three-foot dildo. I don't understand. Can you hear the washing machine? I don't, I don't understand. Like, I'm just trying to do the math. Sometimes when I watch porn and I see these dudes with dongs that are like 12 inches and then I see this girl, woman who's like 5'2", and I know her torso isn't 5'2". Her torso is what, half of that? Maybe. Not counting the head, so what the, the torso is half of five two is two six. Is that right? No. Two six and two six is five. It's two eight. Two eight? Twelve inches. Yeah, something. Two seven? I don't know what I'm doing. It's short. It's almost half. A twelve inch dick is almost half. And I'm just doing the I'm just doing the math. Like sometimes when I see like a, a dude with a dong that big and a tiny woman. I'm like, this is like a magic. She's like David Copperfield. This is more impressive than watching the Statue of Liberty disappear. Like where did, how is that dick not coming out of her mouth right now? Always fascinating to me. Like I'm doing the math. If I just put my forearm down by my crotch and I have a longer torso than these women, I'm at least deep into my stomach. I'm at least hitting my heart. Like, I don't, I don't want a regular, if I'm a woman, I don't want an irregular heartbeat because some dude keeps touching it with his dick. Do you know? So a 40 pound, three foot dildo, it sounds more like a punishment. It sounds more like something I keep by the front door to hit an intruder with. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you break into somebody's house and you get beat up with a three foot dildo, that's the last time you're ever breaking into a house. You never recover from that shit. If you get beat up with a three-foot dildo, I'm sorry. Your days of crime are over. The first superhero that just starts beating people with anal beads and dildos, yeah, they're going to solve a lot of crimes. Because people are going to be like, oh, did he fucking hit you with the beads? Yeah, man. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you. If I will tell you something else. I don't know if I like... If you, if you watch porn, there's something there for everybody. Like, you can literally 
find any gross whatever you want to find. I will tell you the one genre that I just don't even understand. Not even a genre, but like what's with all the spitting? Why are we spitting on each other all of a sudden? Why are you spitting in people's mouths? Hey, I don't need you spitting on my dick. When I see that, I'm like, what? What's happening? We're spitting on each other's private parts now? Tuh, 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 tuh. Fucking, what? Be a gentleman. Wipe your hand. What are we spitting on each other for? So I, there are so many. I don't, it doesn't surprise me that kids in high school are do, doing shit that I never even dreamed. Because they've been watching people have anal sex since sixth grade. It's been in their pocket. You know what I mean? In sixth grade, I was playing kickball. They're watching Bang Bus. It's, it's, their, their level of being shocked is gone. Gone, gone, gone. Shocked, gone. Do you, you know, like, sometimes I watch, like, I watched Naked Gun and um like there's a scene in naked gun where he pees in the bathroom after a press conference but he uh leaves his mic on so it's an old joke he's peeing and they're doing a press conference for the police force and all you can hear is this dude peeing funny farting peeing thinks it stops starts again all that stuff, right i remember watching that man for the first time howling you can find anything for real online. You can, there are literal, actual press conferences with that happening. If you can hear my laundry machine's about to take off. So, like, I don't know what shocks this generation anymore. They've seen everything. Uh, they have seen everything. There's, there's only one thing I've ever seen that I never want to see again. I'm not going to tell you what I Googled. Excuse me, anybody who um, listened to the Josh and Ross podcast a long time ago, you know that I Googled something and I showed Ross. It's just something I could never not, never unsee, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't think it should be out there. If you, got, if you know me, and you know me, and you know the weird shit I like, this is past, and I'll watch anything. Like, if you told me, I'm going to have you watch this again, but it's different. I'd be like, okay, I'll watch the thing that I never want to watch ever again because I can't turn away from the weirdness. But God, man, some things need to be kept in closets, locked doors. Um, but yeah, I'm so thirsty. How long have we been rolling? Okay. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little distressed. Uh, let me think what else. A little distressed about how bananas are, and just like everybody else, our country happens to be right now. This mask thing is really the most distressing. It really is the most distressing. I never, look man, I understand arguing about policy. I do. Hey, you know, I've never said a thing about abortion. And this is going to be so, guys, you know I don't talk about this shit. I'll tell you why I've never said a thing about abortion. Personally, I think that's your choice. We, obviously, we got to set a limit on when the latest you can do it. 
but I honestly think your choice. Okay. I know a lot of people don't agree with that, but I totally get it. Okay. The reason I've never said anything about it. And I, because there are people who, who believe with all their heart that you're killing an actual baby, that you're killing something that can feel and think and right. I can't argue with those people, man. I just can't. And I know some of you are going to be like, well, woman's choice. Well, yeah, I agree with that, man. But if you told me that people were, and I thought it was a baby, that people are killing babies, human being babies, I'd be like, yeah, I don't, you're going to have to, you're going to figure out something to do. Uh, it's hard for me to argue that, right? It really, if you're like, they're killing a baby. That's what I consider that three month old, that two month old to be the same as a one year old. I'd be like, yeah, I just can't argue with you now because that is a pretty fucking strong stance to have in a, I, I think some people do want to control women's bodies and I think some people believe you're killing babies. All right. So like I never get into that, even though for me, I am a hundred percent pro-choice. All right. So the mask thing. The thing that scares me now, and is, by the way, as divisive as abortion is, and it is, man. Look, you can have your own views on immigration. The people who live on the border, right on the border towns in Arizona and Texas, I understand that they're like, I, this place is fucking the Wild West. We need some help. I get it. That's not everybody's experience, but if you're... If, I can't argue with your experience, man. Now, if you're racist or you're a bigot, or you're, well, that's another thing. But if your experience is that, like, whatever it happens to be, this, it's out of control where I live because I'm, I can't argue with you. But the fact that in America now we, that we happen to be debating science that somebody with Google thinks that they're smarter than somebody with a medical degree because they read an article. Uh, that somebody in Ohio, no offense to Ohio, I just picked it out, thinks that they know the law better than people who went to law school because they looked something up on Twitter. This is where it's dangerous. You understand? This is, this is where... We've really jumped the shark. The mask thing, guys, is like, I've said it before. It's like you telling me that eating a lot of sugar is really good for you because smoking cigarettes is good for you. I found an article that said it's good for you. Smoking cigarettes is good for you, man, because, and it's true. I had a friend, my grandparents, one of their best friends is a woman named Beth Stern. She smoked until she was almost 100. She died. A pack a day. So cigarettes are healthy for you, man. I got a friend. She lived, lived to 100, man. And the people are like, yeah, but every other doctor. I don't it. That would be like if I took the one example. That would be like if I held on to my beliefs because 1% of people disagreed with 90. 1% of doctors and scientists disagreed with the 99%. Even 10 disagreed with the 90. 
Like, I see people posting things from doctor friends of theirs. Well, you don't really need a mask. And I don't know if they're a doctor, but you see the doctor? That's one doctor. What's with one scientist? It's like climate change, too. Uh, the only reason I think climate change is real, guys, is because I listen to the majority of the people who specialize in that field. That's it. I'm not an expert, and neither are you. So what we should do is we should look at the, and an overwhelming majority. We're not talking like 55, 45. That's up for debate. An overwhelming majority. Now, if new information comes out on either, I think we should all be open to hearing it. But as it is right now, I don't understand why you wanting to be right, why you wanting so desperately to agree with the people that you like supersedes truth. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it why we're in a time, man, this woman, Liz Cheney, was catching a bunch of shit from that douche fuck from Florida, man. And Liz Cheney agrees with Trump on like 99%. But she caught a bunch of shit because she said something about masks and one other thing, right? And he suggested she resign. So we're at a place right now where you have to agree with somebody 100% or you're off the team. Dangerous. Dangerous. Dangerous for us to decide that we know better than the majority of the scientists. That's all I'm saying, guys. I'm not claiming to be smarter than you. I'm claiming that you're not as smart as you think you are. I'm claiming that Twitter and Google should not override. this Dude, Dr. Fauci is just a doctor, man. He's not looking for votes. He's not trying to get Trump out of office. He's not trying to get him to look bad. He's a doctor who's going on the information he has. He's the doctor that the president put in the spot. Right? He's supposed to be the top doc. I don't understand. I just don't understand why tribalism has taken over that's it guys i think we're all we all should have our own ideas and thoughts but we can't start thinking our ideas and thoughts are more important than facts man the conspiracy theorists make me laugh dude here's why and i i got a couple good friends who are deep into it and i would tell you right now they'll always be my good friends i think some of their ideas are crazy as fuck But I like how conspiracy theorists are like sheep. They're all sheep. Meanwhile, you guys believe every stupid fucking thing that comes out of some conspiracy theorist's mouth. This is the crazy thing. Like, and I'm not saying that Wayfair thing from last week isn't real, but it was so funny to me to see people. They've been hearing from doc doctors, actual doctors and scientists for months. Mask, mask, this is real, mask. And every one of them, nope, fucking trying to get Trump out of, brewed up in a man-made China, released by a hot air balloon, China, uh, what? But three, but, but like, and it, by, by the way, 
super weird that Wayfair had the names and the price. Super weird. But that's not facts. Those aren't. But you were 100% behind kids being sold as closets for $15,000 with no proof. But not behind the doctor who slaved away in med school for 12 to 18 years to know what the fuck he's talking about. Who's just saying, hey, these help. They don't prevent it, but they help. So that you don't believe. No, the fucking. But one, right? Where the sheep? Dude, you need a boogeyman, conspiracy theorist people. You need it. Nothing is as it is. Unless it's the stuff you want it to be as it is. That's what we go. It goes back to, man. You have to have your brain open to learn, to think, to hear, to listen. You have to. Nobody's 100% right. And very few people are 100% wrong. You know? Come on. We got to do better. We got to do better, guys. The reason I generally don't do social issues or politics, especially on stage, is not because I'm not interested. And I've said this before. I just don't know as much. I don't want to sound stupid. But also, I'm trying to remind people. I know there are people who listen to this podcast who voted for Trump. I'm not mad at you. I think you were wrong. I'm not mad at you. But what I try to do with my stuff is, man... I want to harken back to the days not so long ago where the first thing we asked each other wasn't who you voted for, what you think about this. It was we really started conversations with what we had in common rather than what we didn't. That was it. I really loved the time when I didn't know how my neighbors voted. I don't, none of my fucking business, man. But it, it, we've gotten to the point where facts have become divisive and don't say divisive i come on stop it with divisive divisive and now let's get to the parenting tips guys remember and the problem solver if you send in a question that i use on the podcast i will send you a t-shirt or a hat or whatever. So I'm sending out a couple this week. Um, one to Nicholas. One to Benjamin. Uh, two great questions. I had a bunch of great questions on the emails this week. So thank you so much. Keep sending them in, guys. Because if I don't use them on the podcast, I will use them on the Josh Wolf Parenting Tip videos that will be coming right here from the garage with the green screen behind it. And here we go. From Nicholas... And I'm going to do two parenting tips today. Um, the problem solver questions weren't quite as good. Guys, remember, I'll solve any problem you got. Send me a math problem. I'll solve it right, at, right in the moment. You, you, you need uh, how they build the pyramids? I can tell you. Any problem you have, I can solve it. I'm like vanilla ice. This is from Nicholas. Nicholas asks, Should I stop my teenage son from flirting with college girls, even though I did the same thing when I was his age? And I believe he added on that I didn't write down. 
it, it bums me out because he's better than I was I, at it. So should you stop your teenage son from flirting with college girls? Ha. No. Why? Like I, I, I would make a bet that most teenage, I don't know what your son looks like, but unless he doesn't look like a teenage boy, which most teenage boys do, a college girl's not fucking him. In high school, high school girls that I went to high school with went to UMass and fucked college guys. You think they're going backwards? Girls always like dating. They don't want to date boys. Most college girls don't want to date boys. And listen, if he goes and, and I, it actually works and you're stopping him, man, that is some bad, jealous shit, man. Just because your son gets more vagina than you did. You should be proud of him, man. You should tip your hat. This is a great father-son bonding moment. This isn't something for you to get jealous. This is for something you'd be like, hey, man, you're ba- you want your son, you want your daughter, you want your kid to have a better life, to be better than you were. So if you used to try to pick up college girls and it didn't work, and he's doing it, it is working, good for him. Good for him. It'll make him feel real good about himself. Yeah, have sex. I'm telling you, when I had sex with that grown person, when I was in, it's, uh, uh, in San Antonio, I had a friend of mine who had uh, sex with a, a teacher in high school when we were in high school. Dude, I asked him about it. I told you guys this. I asked him about it recently. I go, it affect you badly? He goes, man, this is the best thing that ever happened to me in high school. It filled him up with so much confidence. It was amazing. Um, so, yeah, don't be a cock block, Nicholas. Get in. Support him. High five him. If you, if you had pointers, give it to him. But it, clearly it sounds like you had as little game as I did. So, yeah, dude, I say as long as it's not affecting him negatively, which I don't understand how it could, because even if he flirts with them and they say no, that's a good lesson too. failure is not a bad lesson. Humiliation, not always a bad lesson. And then success in that arena. Pretty damn good. Nicholas, you got a T-shirt coming out to you, man. Thank you so much for the email. Um, remember guys, send them in. The email is tell me something good pod pod. That is tell me something good pod pod at gmail.com. Send me in your stuff. Let me read it. Uh, let me answer your questions. I like doing this shit with you guys. All right. This is from Benjamin. I have a son and he encounters, this is a, he said, suppose I have a son is what he said. And he encounters an individual on Twitter and it gets super weird real quick. What should you do as a parent, as a fan, as a son? Well, I don't have enough information to answer this, but I will say this. How, how old's your son? It, it sounds like your son is probably still living at the house. So we'll make him a teenager. Um... When you say gets real weird, gets weird, weird real quick, take fan out of it. If it's your kid and it's another human being being weird with your kid, doesn't matter if you're a fan. You got to tell that motherfucker to cut that shit out right now. Right now. Now, as a father, you ha- it's a teachable moment. First of all, 
You you got to get up in that person's grill, whoever it is on Twitter. They're being weird with your kid. You need to let them know. First of all, that's a kid. That's my kid. And this is 100% not okay, you fucking creep. I don't know who it is. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't even know if this is real. But as a parent, you, your kid, this is from my point of view. As a parent, your kid has to know that you have their back. Even if they don't want you to. Even if your kid didn't mind the weird and just was happy that a famous person was talking to him. Later on in life, your kid will 100% appreciate what you did. Hey, I told you guys this too. My daughter, there was a 21-year-old when she was in high school. She was 18. And I know what you're saying, 18, 21, that's like college freshman, college senior, what's the big deal? The difference was high school, not high school. And I told him, hey, and he goes, she's 18, she can make up her own mind. I go, not at my, she lives at my house. So no, she can't. I will be making up her mind. And what she's saying is, if she sees you around the school again, her dad is going to take issue with that. That's what I'm telling you is coming out of her mouth. Do you understand? Like, fuck that. So you, they have to know that they are safe with you. Guys, it was the biggest mind fuck for me when my son went overseas to Afghanistan. It's the first time as a parent that I felt helpless, that I, if something went down, I couldn't be there in three hours. I couldn't just hop a plane. I couldn't make a phone call. I couldn't, you know, it was such, because as a parent, you, the unspoken rule is I will protect you. I, I will put my life on the line for you. I will save you. Nothing bad will happen to you with me. That to me is like, not number one, but number one. Love is probably number one. Um, but, and if you don't have that for them, they feel unsafe. And so they need to know whether they agree with it or not that, Hey, if I think something's out of line, I'm getting up in somebody's ass. That's it. That's what I always do as a parent. You can't allow that shit to happen. Um, and as a son, well, Benjamin, I don't know if you're the son. If you're the son, I'm telling you right now, don't let grown people be weird with you. Don't tell your parents, tell your parents, let them know, Hey, this does not make me feel good, man. This is weird. I don't know why this person said this, but I I don't have a monkey puppet or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. I would just say to you, speak up. It's hard sometimes, especially if it's like a celebrity or you're a fan of somebody, especially at that age, you're like, Oh, I just want to be their friend because you think they're something different than you, but they're not. They're just a person. Just a person. I'm just a person. I know some people are, some people are deep, deep, heavy fans. And, and when, when like they see me, I've had people say, you're so normal. Yeah, I'm you. I just have a different job. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I, I'm normal because I'm just a person. This person who you're talking to, whoever it is, is just a fucking person. They have a different job. You wouldn't put up with the with the gardener down the street who's a creep. So you shouldn't put up with somebody who reads other people's words who's a creep. Do you know what I mean? That's what an actor does. They read other people's words. I'm not saying it's an actor or a musician or whoever the fan. You can be a fan of a scientist. Just because you're a fan, all they do is they just have a different job than you. They just, they just do a little something different. They're people. And if that person is out of line, if that person is a creep, they don't deserve any different treatment. They just don't, especially if it's your kid. So I hope this helped. Benjamin and Nicholas, uh, both of you will be getting some uh, merch from me. Um, I'm so happy, guys, that we got to do another one of these together. Hey, do me a favor now. Uh, let's start telling people about the podcast. Uh, if you can, if there are things that happen on here that you think are funny, tweet me. Let's start getting the conversation going. Please visit CleanCraft if you can. C L E E N C R A F T dot com. Guys, give it a shot, man. It really does power your mood. I promise you. Um, it it evens you out nicely. If you're anxious or have any of that nervousness, it really helps. Really, you know, Stephen Fry, I just did a show with him and Casey Keller. Um, and Stephen is a goalkeeper for the Sounders. And um, Casey Keller, I mean, come on, Google him. And they both say after matches that they drink clean craft because it takes that edge off. So give it a try, guys. And then send me a... Um, a message, tell me something good, pod pod, with the proof of purchase, and I'll send you out some merch. And check out the merch, shop.upstatemerch.com forward slash Josh Wolf, shop.upstatemerch.com forward slash Josh Wolf. Guys, the Smoking Baby Hand and the High Live merch is so good, but I got a new I'll Wrestle You shirt, which is fantastic. And do me a favor, if you're not already watching the High Live every Monday nights, it's so much fun. Me in the backyard on my Facebook fan page, 7 o'clock. That is free, 7 o'clock Pacific time. And the next night, Control Chaos. I get the biggest stars in the country, guys. I had Luke Bryan. I had Tiffany Haddish. We had some big people on. We got David Spade coming up. We got some big people coming. Uh, check it out every Tuesday night. It is just a half an hour of pure, ridiculous fun. And besides that, this is Tell Me Something Good. Tell somebody. Later, everybody. Be good to each other. Later.